0: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. KCAA Loma Linda.
1: 1050 AM.
2: 106.5 FM. And now 102.3 FM.
1: Your NBC Sports Radio Update starts now.
2: Big games coming up later on in the NFL. I'm Jeff Nathanson at 425 p.m., about an hour and 25 minutes from right now. The Carolina Panthers will be on the road taking on the San Francisco 49ers. For Carolina, their star quarterback Cam Newton may be less than 100%, but it looks like he'll be in the game. His favorite target, wide receiver, Kelvin Benjamin.
3: I try to give him as much space as possible. I know coach has done a great job with with knowing the situation at hand, but you know I feel like we're going to get the best Benji. This is going to be his best year. I'm not just saying that, you know, just to, to blow smoke, but everything that he's done, or, or everything he's positioned himself to make that come into fruition.
2: In other games coming up later on, it's the Seahawks and the Packers. And then tonight on NBC television, the Giants and the Cowboys. Remember, there are two Monday night games because of the week one schedule. That's the Saints and the Vikings and the L.A. Chargers on the road in Colorado play the Denver Broncos. What's going on right now? Well, the Houston Texans finally have a touchdown. Deshaun Watson with the touchdown. He's in at quarterback for Tom Savage right now. Savage was 7 of 13 for just 62 yards and wholly ineffective. Watson came in threw an interception, but it was called back due to a penalty, and now they've got a touchdown from Watson to DeAndre Hopkins. Maybe we'll see more of Deshaun Watson on the scoreboard. It's the Jags 19 and the Texans 7. The rest of the scores, Falcons lead the Bears 13-10 late in the third. It's the Eagles 19-14 over the Redskins. That is midway through the third. Bills 14, Jets 6, 537 to go in the third. The Raiders just scored. They lead the Titans 16-10 in the third, and the Ravens blowing out the Bengals 17-0 in the third. The Steelers just got another touchdown, so they're now leading the Bengals 21-10, 537 to go in the third quarter. This is NBC Sports Radio.
1: This is KCAA.
4: This is Dick from Carpet Masters. Carpet Masters has been serving the Inland Empire for over 60 years. We are locally owned and operated by the Stevens family. We not only clean carpet and furniture, we clean many loose rugs, including oriental rugs. Oriental rugs are cleaned in our modern facility where the fringes are cleaned by hand, then hung in our modern facility to dry. We do not use steam cleaning to clean your fine furniture. Furniture is cleaned by hand using the same absorption cleaning used in the White House some furniture we bring into our plant to clean properly. We normally use two men on each cleaning job using the extraction method. There is nothing that would clean carpet better for our customers. Our job is to clean properly with quality first. Google Carpet Masters San Bernardino and give us a call or go to carpetmasterssocal.com. Look around your
5: office. Is it time to change things up, start a new home office, or reorganize your professional office space? Visit Office Furniture Outlet in Corona and you'll feel great. With a huge inventory of both new and pre-owned office furniture, you can buy, sell, or even trade to get the job done. Office Furniture Outlet in Corona will get you looking and feeling good. And that simply means success and great business results. From executive office collections to home office options, you can find exactly what you need at an affordable, price office furniture outlet they have desk selections that range from modern and contemporary to traditional and elegant with a large selection of sizes finishes and styles you can design an office just the way you need it an office you can be proud of the office furniture outlet in Corona is just south of the 91 freeway in mckinley at 284 dupont street or visit ofousa.com that's ofousa.com for the office furniture outlet in corona today
1: KCAA a superior nutritional supplement called Arbor Vitae has taken Australia by storm and it's now available in the US Arbor Vitae contains a unique combination of maritime pine bark aloe vera honey and an enzyme from papaya seeds this potent supplement was developed to impact inflammation in the human body Arbor Vitae helps blood circulation and respiratory function Its anti-inflammatory properties can also relieve minor muscle and joint pain. To order, log on to arborvitaeus.com or phone 1-800-570-0433 and enter code KCAA at checkout to receive a 10% discount. Arbor Vitae is Mother Nature's helping hand. Order this unique supplement now. Call 1-800-570-0433 and mention that you heard it on KCAA to get a 10% discount.
0: K-C-A-A.
6: Exploring Science in the Sea. If you could measure the total weight of each kind of animal on the planet, the winner wouldn't be people or elephants or even blue whales. Instead, it probably would be one of the smallest creatures on the planet, Antarctic krill. The shrimp-like critters typically reach about two inches in length and weigh a few grams. Yet there are so many of them that their total weight could add up to 500 million tons. That could change in the decades ahead, though. Biologists are concerned that climate change and increased fishing could reduce that number. And that could have a big impact on the entire Antarctic food chain, because krill are a basic food source for everything from penguins to whales. The changing climate could reduce the krill's food supply and make it more difficult for krill to develop their external skeletons. The other challenge is fishing. Krill are used as fish food and in some human food supplements. During the 1980s, international fleets took up to half a million tons of krill per year. By 2015, though, the take was less than half of that thanks mainly to the collapse of the Soviet Union, which was the major player in the krill business. But China recently announced plans to increase its take dramatically. It's building bigger ships to do the job, some as big as supertankers. China says it'll follow international rules, which limit the annual take to about 4 million tons. Still, reaching that limit would leave a lot less krill to sustain life in the Antarctic. Science in the Sea is a production of the University of Texas Marine Science Institute and is available as a weekly podcast at scienceinthesea.org. I'm Holly Brawley.
1: KCAA is your CNBC News affiliate. We're the station that gets down to business
7: welcome to the mortgage voice with jeff barton your voice in the mortgage industry each week on this program jeff and his guests share their expertise personal anecdotes and the latest industry news to keep you in the loop now to provide you with insight and help you navigate the consistently changing world of real estate lending here is your host for the mortgage voice jeff barton
8: Welcome back, everybody. I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. 888-713-2929 is the telephone number. Pick up the phone. Give us a call. We are here. We are here to help you try to help you find ways that you can do your mortgage, whether it's a refinance or whether it's a purchase. Now, there's a lot of things going on in the news that can affect decisions about real estate and where you live and what part of the country you live in. So, This show is going to try to help you, I guess, wend your way through some of the decision-making process by making it simple, transparent, and open. Hey, if I don't have the answer, I'll find somebody that does, or at least point you in a direction. I'm not going to try to sell you products or sell you me, uh, unless I have the best possible answers to your solutions. Uh, we have approximately 60, 60, 70 different loan officers in 10 different states, and uh, we're Malibu Funding, of course. This is The Mortgage Voice, and I'm Jeff Barton, and I'm here each and every week to try to, uh, as I say, educate and elucidate what is happening out there in the mortgage world. Now, a couple ways that you can get in touch with us. If you want, you can email me. Most people don't want to email, but I'll give it to you anyway. It's info at malibufunding.net. That's the email address. If you want to just see who we are, go to malibufunding.net. That's our website. We also are on YouTube. We are also on Twitter. We're on a bunch of other social medias. Just uh, had some success with Instagram recently. So... We are out there in the internet, in the uh, ether world, as Malibu Funding, and Malibu Funding is, of course, the sponsor for the Mortgage Voice, which this is, and I'm very grateful that you're here to listen to the show today. A couple things. Let's talk about water. Water is the number one problem when it comes to loans in America. It's not fire. It's not home inspections. It's not credit scores. It's what happens when things flood, and we've had a lot of that recently. And I wanted to talk to you about weather events in general, but also about what's going on down in Texas, the responsibility of the people involved for helping. And obviously, let's say, okay, let's look at uh, what's happened in the Houston area in terms of this massive amount of water that is hit. Uh, there are things going on there. Obviously, people were in escrow, uh, there were loans pending. And what happens when a weather event like this occurs? You're in escrow, and you're waiting for your escrow to close. A large rainstorm like this hits, and all of a sudden the house you were going to buy is underwater. Now, do you still want to buy it? You don't want to buy it. What are your obligations? Can you buy it? Will somebody lend on it? What happens to the insurance? What happens to your home insurance? Does the property currently have flood insurance? What happens in situations that are what they term uh, act of God? And in, the, in those circumstances, what are your responsibilities and what are your outs if you wanted to get out? Or if you did want to continue and purchase, what is the responsibility of the lender that was going to lend the money but now may have second and third opinions? That's a very good question. And one of the things that we're trying to figure out, and in California, of course, we have earthquakes and lots of them. And last winter, of course, we had a lot of rain here as well. So when these type of Catastrophic events happen, and you're in you know position to either get a loan, or you're in position to buy a house, or to sell a house. Let's say that that's the scenario. What happens? Who's responsible? How do you wend your way through it? These are all questions that need to be answered, person by person. There is no, I guess, uh, universal answer to that particular question or problem, and. The, the need that you have is to be very aware of what you're signing up for, both in the real estate contract and in the loan contract. The uh, loan usually deals, as does the real estate contract, with acts of God or catastrophic weather events prior to the close of escrow or prior to the funding of the loan. However... Practically speaking, uh, if something like this happens, you need to be able to, one, get in touch with your realtors or your loan officer, two, be able to understand fully the ramifications of those events. Now, it sounds like I'm a politician, right, and equivocating on giving you an answer, a straight answer, an easy answer. Well, there is no straight and easy answer. I had a friend of mine who um, sent me out a Facebook and, and you know what? I have a lot of people on Facebook who just like to needle and nudge and make problems. And, and that's fine. That's what Facebook does. And it brings out the worst in some, the best in others. But he asked the question a couple, three weeks ago, as racism ended in America? And, of course, as a, as a lender myself, I look at it as a very neutral uh, problem in that we are both colorblind and we don't really pay attention to religion or anything else when it comes to lending, However, in, in, in the question itself, what I'm looking at is what the future responsibilities of Jeff Barton as Malibu Funding, talking to you through the Mortgage Voice, are when it comes to decisions of who gets a loan. Now, if it's a weather issue, there is a very, you know, succinct way that you handle it, and it's handled through either your real estate contract, or if it's a refinance or purchase, you handle it through your loan documents. Hey, look, the lender is either going to lend you the money or they're not, and it should be spelled out to you in the loan documents, pretty straightforward. But in the basis of race-based lending, which of course is illegal, you have to be able to be colorblind. There's a new thing coming out January 1st in 2018, which is the Home Mortgage Disclosure Act requirements of a lender to disclose to uh, the National Mortgage Licensing System and state regulators the, a lot of uh, personal information about who you are ethnically and how your particular situation breaks down for regulators to be able to decide if, you know, you as a lender are discriminating. But in and of itself, it is a, a opening of a can of worms in that I have to now either ask the uh, Lend, not the lender but the borrower you the borrower you're out there january first you're going to get questions like what is your race um how long have you lived in the country uh where do you consider yourself uh to be economically uh all there's four new pages on the 1003 and the 1003 is what they call the loan the residential loan application the mortgage application so there are a lot of discriminating aspects to information that's going to be required and if you don't give it the loan officer has to guess. Now I have people in my office, people in my company, people that I loan to who, at at glance you couldn't you couldn't tell exactly what ethnic group, what, what uh, race they belong to, you just can't tell. You can't tell a lot of this stuff just by visualization. So what's going to happen is the prejudiceness of the loan officer or the lender based on questions that have to be answered according to the CFPB and the Home Mortgage Disclosure Act, they're going to have to guess. So how does that skew the actual numbers that they're going to be able to provide or try to be able to provide? And is it really any business of the federal government that you have to disclose this to them either as A borrower or as a lender. Well, the regulations have come down, and what we're looking at right now is a 2018 January 1st deadline. So, whether you're talking about a weather event, which is not necessarily any fault of yours, or disclosures that have to be given, which are supposed to be designed to protect you, which may in turn not protect you because now you're giving information or they're having information about you easily. Uh, disseminated throughout all government agencies. It's a very interesting time that we're living in. Uh, I personally think that uh, the loans that you're given, uh, if there's a weather event, and really, you know, if your house blows down, you're obviously not going to get a loan. So that, that seems pretty straightforward. On the other one, not so straightforward. So anyway, when we're talking about both loans uh, from two different aspects, There's a lot of things that have changed in both the weather because of global warming, whether you believe in it or not, or who did it. It is happening. Anyway, I'm Jeff Barton. I'm really happy you tuned in this week to the show. Uh, We'll have a lot of great guests, Chris Thompson, Josh Thompson, and Connie Hernandez, three great people are going to be on the show. I'm Jeff Barton, your
4: voice in the mortgage industry, and we'll be right back. Are you experiencing hair loss? We have the solution with no drugs, no surgery, and no side effects. Experience 100% pain-free results with SuperGrow Laser Cap System, featuring 272 professional-grade lasers that make your hair thicker and fuller naturally. Use it 15 minutes a day, three times a week, and notice your hair growth in as little as three months. Visit online at IReviveLaser.com to order your SuperGrow Laser Cap today and experience unbelievable results. IReviveLaser.com. Welcome back everybody, I'm Jeff Barton, your voice
8: in the mortgage industry, 888-713-2929 is the telephone number over here. Give us a call, we'd love to talk to you about your mortgage. I know you have questions about what your mortgage is and what it's supposed to do, where it's going to go, can you refinance it, is it too late? All the things that most people want to do is just to save money, make it simple. But there is a process. The process is not simple. Don't believe what you hear on the radio or it's some floating guy because they have a cell phone app and all of a sudden they're in a new house because they got a loan. It's not going to happen that way. The federal government, the state governments, the regulators have made it so that there must be a loan officer attached to that loan. And you need a unfettered access to that loan officer to be able to ask questions. And that particular person whose name's on your loan is on the hook for that loan, meaning that whatever they do, whatever you do, as according to what they or do or do not tell you, yeah, they're responsible. It's called fiduciary responsibility. And fiduciary is a legal term that means you have to give the customer the best care care that you would only give to those people in your family, your friends, you know, people that you obviously have to do the right by. So, if you're out there right now and you're thinking about what can I do to make this simpler? Call a loan officer, call somebody who really understands the loan business, who understands the real estate to loan business, or who can actually give you information that you can act on. Lots of different steps to get a loan as you know, but Uh, What we try to do here on the show is to provide some information. The information that we provide to you is available from a lot of different sources, but we don't try to prejudice it by saying, hey, we're the only ones with the information. No, there's a lot of good companies out there, and a lot of the larger banks are also good choices. But you have to know what type of loan you're going to get before you can make your choice as to which is the best possible answer solution to you. If you're a W-2 wage earner, if you get paid every two weeks, if you've been on the job for two years, if you've got 740 FICO or better, you're an A-paper borrower that could probably get a loan pretty easily depending on exactly where you live and um, uh, what kind of property you're looking to buy. I can't guarantee that that's true in every circumstance, but you're what they call a very secure, steady borrower. Obviously, the big banks are great for you. Quicken Loans is good for you, uh There's a number of them out there. Obviously, Rocket Mortgage is the one I was talking about previously about, you know, somebody who is, you know, floating around in the air just pushing a button on an app. Well, maybe that type of borrower is perfect for that type of loan. However, if you're not that type of person, let's say you don't have 20% down. Let's say you have credit score problems. Let's say you've got issues with employment history in that you were a W-2 and now you're an entrepreneur and so you're 1099 let's say you're a business guy and gal and you've only got business statements that show you make money but you write off because that's your taxes you want to write off but your business makes money and every month you put a certain amount in the bank let's say you're a foreign national okay you've got a tin number can you get a loan let's say you're from South America and you're here you're Brazilian and you want to be able to get a loan yeah there are some banks that we can get you loans why because we've been in the business a long time but there are solutions for those people who don't fit in the first category and if you are one of those borrowers hey I think there are solutions I know we can help if you go to our website malibufunding.net choose one of the lenders down there we're in ten different states and we are a lender in seven of them three of the states we are pending in a lender status but we still brokers there but as I said, we have choices and information that will be able to help guide you. And I say always, every week on the show, before you do anything, get a loan estimate. Then take that loan estimate, couple, three other lenders, and let that compare and shop and see if they can beat the price. You have abilities if you have time to be able to negotiate this world of finance a lot more, uh, empowered than you currently are. I know you're busy. I know you've got kids. I know you've got a life beyond, you know, what this is. And this world is obviously something that, uh, I guess one in what is it one in nine people work in the real estate field so it encompasses a lot of people's livelihoods their business and in the lender world yes there's a stack of papers two and a half inches thick sometimes which indicates everything about you to be put into the system so that the underwriter who looks at the paper or actually most of its automated underwriting but a lot of it in the in the loans that you're talking about which are difficult A human being takes a look at them. So when you're doing that, you have to spend time to be able to do that and present you as a borrower that is a good risk. And it's always about risk all the time. Now, one of the things about risk that we're talking about currently and what I want to talk about right now is something that used to be called subprime lending. Now, we haven't talked about subprime lending for years, but you'd be surprised to know that subprime lending is back but they don't call it subprime lending. Daryl, what do you think they call it if you're available online here? Just a second. I
3: am uh, I am in touch. Subprime lending, what do they call it? I don't know.
8: Okay. They're calling it now non-prime lending. Not subprime, non-prime.
3: Well, first of all, with the prime being as low for as long as it was, is there anything sub of prime?
8: Well, here's the thing. You're thinking about rates, of course, and I'm thinking about borrower. Borrower being subprime, not the oh, rate. <laughs> so it's,
3: it's, they're, they're casting aspersions about the people themselves. Yes, exactly. Yeah, okay, well, they're I calling know, them yeah,
8: non-prime. Yeah. They used to call it subprime, meaning that prime was an A-paper loan, The kind of the first scenario I talked about, the Rocket Mortgage People, the, the Citibank, the Chase, the Wells Fargo. And by the way, have you seen Wells Fargo? What is happening down there with Wells Fargo?
3: The w- wheels are coming off the w- Wells Fargo wagon, I think. It's uh,
8: really. Yeah. Amazing. I read online. It's so funny. I don't know if anybody out in the listening audience remembers Lincoln Savings. You remember Lincoln Savings? Oh, of course, yeah. Okay. In the Lincoln Savings debacle back in the 80s, not unlike what happened, but a lot less severe than what happened in 2007, um, a lot of the savings and loan companies got caught giving bad loans and investing in uh, obviously overdevelopment in a lot of different areas. As a matter of fact, in a lot of uh, Santa Clarita, uh, in the valley, and certainly out in Hesperia, and some of the other outer areas of the Los Angeles area, certainly in San Bernardino, Riverside, you may be familiar with that. They overbuilt, and and that was a lot having to do with what Lincoln Savings did back in the day, thinking that the, you know, the expansion was never going to stop, much like in 2007. But what happened with Lincoln Savings is that they got overextended, and I think something three, four hundred banks went under.
3: There was a big headline just today or the day before that Wells Fargo still owes people a bunch of money that they're going to be returning to them somehow.
8: Yeah. Well, I, is that having to do with the false bank accounts that they were opening?
3: I believe that's true.
8: Yeah, and I think that is. Well, what happened here in the Lincoln Savings, 800 people went to jail. 800 people. Not to mention Clark Clifford, who used to be one of the, uh, uh, the key... Um, uh, people in uh, not the Nixon administration, but I think it was the Johnson administration, Clark Clifford, and then oh, going uh, way uh, back. Yes, and his second in command was married to the original Wonder Woman. There you go.
3: Really? Yes, very okay.
8: wow. interesting. If <laughs> you know, Carter.
3: If <laughs> Wonder Woman
8: can't fix it, nobody <laughs> can. Nobody can. Okay, so 800 people at that time, Lincoln and Savings, went to jail. So in the subprime meltdown of 2007, how many people went to jail? Guess. None. Absolutely zero. That would be none. Nobody. Zero. So when we get into a situation, we're talking about Wells Fargo, falsifying bank accounts, not being able to pay off their debts or or whatever's happening, and then we get into another situation with the insurance on cars, not one person is going to jail. What they do, they pay a fine. Hey, they're a public company. They just sell more stock to pay the fine. So in a situation that you're dealing with like that, if you are a borrower and you're out there and you're thinking to yourself, wow, this is a mess. I can't trust companies like that. You need to shop around. So mortgage broker is a good bet. Mortgage banker is a good bet. People like myself, and there are many of them here in Southern California and in all of the states that we do our lending. Nevada is another one, and this show will be aired 18, channel 18.8 in Nevada in the next couple of weeks. So I, I'm saying hi to everybody out there. But my name is Jeff Barton. We are the mortgage voice, and we'll be back in short order. Thanks for listening. Ruthless Cowboys,
0: keeping the American dream alive and creating jobs one T-shirt at a time. From fabric to design, Ruthless Cowboys makes
2: 100% American-made apparel that hardworking Americans are proud to wear. At RuthlessCowboys.com, you can shop for shirts and accessories for the cowboy or cowgirl in your life. Head to RuthlessCowboys.com, check us out on Facebook and Instagram by searching Ruthless Cowboys. Ruthless
0: Cowboys, we're all about family. Family, country, and keeping it all American.
4: RuthlessCowboys.com.
8: Welcome back, everybody. I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. 888-713-2929 is the telephone number. If you'd like to email us, it's info at malibufunding.net. Certainly you can visit our website on YouTube. If you go to YouTube, it's Financing Mortgage, one word, and our YouTube channel, which by the way, we're we're revamping. But we've got all these radio shows, or a lot of them, and certainly our our mortgage uh, show from las vegas mortgage and real estate show called the las vegas real estate show which airs each and every week on sunday at four thirty, channel 18.8 in las vegas and by the way if you do not have cable if you do not have uh uh, uh satellite tv guess what you can still buy rabbit ears for your television broadcast, and you get a ton of channels in the San Bernardino Riverside Market where, gratefully, we are on the air at KCAA, KMET, and the Roadrunner Online. Really appreciate those three outlets pushing us to all the people listening for the show but you can hear and you can see a lot of tv for free and uh, certainly if you have internet wi-fi or whatever you can download shows from amazon prime from all kinds of different outlets to receive television so we are available for you on a a number of different platforms to give information about mortgage lending we bring to the show a lot of different types of people that either work for Malibu or they don't work for Malibu, they work for other lenders. We're grateful to have with us a great loan officer today, Josh Thompson. Josh, how are you?
9: I'm doing great, Jeff. How are you doing?
8: You know what? I'm okay, and I'm talked out, and I'm tired, and it's 190 degrees outside, but other than that, I'm actually terrific. <laughs> That's
9: a good day.
8: Exactly. Okay, I want to ask you a couple quick questions up front. Um, borrowers, uh, what is the status of borrowers in your world today? Are they eminently qualified? Do you have to find um, odd programs for them? Give us an idea of the type of business and people you're working with.
9: Oh, yes, yes. Well, I, I would definitely say there's a, every situation and borrower is unique. Um, you know, th- yeah, and that's the good thing about us being a broker. You know, uh, I, I have a plethora of different, you know, lenders and programs that I can, you know, shop for to fit. You know, a lot of clients needs. Uh, one of the, I mean, one of the best, you know, programs I see that's been out there is these, you know, these no-doc programs coming back for investment properties. So uh, I have a lot of investors and self-employed clients that I work with. So, um, you know, people that, that have a lot of write-offs on income, but that are still, you know, very qualified people that you know, right. have need, need more flexible things to, to fit their needs.
8: Okay. L- give me a scenario then. Okay. So I'm, let, let's just say I'm one of these borrowers. I've got a four-unit building and I run a bakery and i i, I make great money at the bakery but i don't show lucky
0: land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky
6: lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes.
0: Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void required prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
8: No personal income because I write off a lot of things at my work. Can I use the bank statements that I make deposits every month to get a loan to buy this four-unit building?
9: Oh, yes, definitely definitely. um you know you'll get twenty twelve either twelve to twenty four months of bank statements depending on you know how rate sensitive you are right uh, and all we'll do is average the deposits over that period of time and and that will be you know your monthly income that we'll use to qualify you. so you know along with using the rental income from the you know the units of the property, then you know you you'll have no problem qualifying as long as you have a have an okay FICO score.
8: Can I use the whole rent for my uh income
9: qualification? Can you use the whole rent from the property? Yeah. 75% oh, okay. uh, of, the, of the gross rent. So, you know, there's, there's always a 25% uh, occupancy factor that the lenders look at. But nevertheless, that's, that's uh, you know, quite a quite a hefty amount for a four-unit property.
8: Yes, it is. And uh, one of the things that we like to do and through that little bit of scenario and role-playing, trying to be able to say, hey, you know what? There are solutions, right, for people out there, regardless of their situation, unless, of course... You know they they just don't have the income or they their credit score is just so bad they have to lift it uh, up to be down if you know what I mean exactly okay very good let's let's try something else you've been in you've been in the business a while you've been doing this for uh, I guess a number of years tell me when you deal with borrowers do you like to do refinances or purchases? Meaning, do you, would you rather just deal with the, the client who is on a refinance, or do you like the interaction with all the real estate agents and the, the title people and everything else within a purchase loan? Which do you prefer, or does it matter?
9: Um, it, it doesn't matter to me, but if I, if I had a preference, I, I definitely like refinances a little better just because you, know, you deal strictly with the borrower. Uh, you know, some, some real estate agents that I come across, and not all, but are a little, uh, you know, pushy sometimes and and unrealistic with their expectations. But nevertheless, um, you know, most of the people I come across are good people and and good people to work with.
8: Okay, when you're talking refinance, how are the rates right now?
9: Uh, Rates are are good still. Um, You know, not as low as last year, but still historically low nevertheless. Uh, A paper clients can still get, you know, anywhere in the 3%, 3 3.5% to 4% on an owner-occupied investment properties, you know, a paper looking at low fourth.
8: Who who's doing most of these investment deals for you? Are they are they uh, immigrant? Are they foreign national? Are they U.S.? What what what's the, what's the demographic of these people?
9: Demographic uh, is, is you know a lot of like I said self employed. But I I, I I do have a lot of uh, I've dealt with some foreign national clients that that are that are coming over. We have a lot of programs to, to help them. Right. Um. But but yeah, I mean a, a lot of them are are people just like you know regu- regular people that are. You know looking to even get into investing now the the market is is open for that at this time so
8: well what, what's the market like for investment properties i mean obviously we all know that the you know the the regular real estate market one to four residential units in san bernardino riverside san diego orange county all the way up to ventura county in southern california and even in clark county out in nevada where the show is going to be seen uh, it's really tough to be able to find properties in a price range that you can afford How, what are you seeing
9: Yes, I, I am starting to see that, um, but I feel like in the last couple of months or so, the market is cooling down a little bit. Right. Um, you know, so I think a lot of people, you know, when the market was hot, they, you know, the the prices were a little unrealistic. But you know, when the borrowers aren't aren't biting, then the prices have to come down. So, starting to see a little bit of that now, and the and the market is actually looking a lot a lot better for the buyers actually at this time.
8: Okay, and when you're dealing in in the residential mortgage world? FHA, conventional? What are you seeing more of now, and what do you think is going to happen in the next three months?
9: Um, well, you know what? I, I really love uh, the FHA programs and, and right. even a lot of the first-time uh, homebuyer programs. Right. Uh, there's programs that we have access to where a borrower can even put down as low as 1% down uh, to qualify for a property. Of course, there's certain income limits on that depending on the area, but I think that's a great way to get into the market with low money down um, you know, especially if you're able to find a good deal, you know, maybe the the property can even appreciate in value. So it's a, it's a win-win situation for people to to really get in the home ownership uh, avenue. So,
8: no, I think that's really, uh, you know, that's absolutely where we are in the marketplace. You know, the the fact is is that most people are looking for a deal. I, I get calls every week. Hey, you got a deal? Hey, you got this deal? So if we're talking about you know whatever is happening, maybe the market's. Uh, Cooling down in your opinion. I don't think so, but the fact is is that if you're dealing in investment properties What's that scenario like because a lot of people who have? Disposable income or who would like to refinance money out of their house and then buy some income property? What's that like?
9: Oh, yeah, well see those are really based on the income of the property so you know, the, the borrower really gets to be in control in that situation. I mean, you, you get to take a look at what the purchase price is, you know, how much the payment will be with, you know, whatever your down payment is going to be. Um, you know, and if it's cash flowing, then it's just a, a, a no-brainer for, for borrowers. And I really like dealing with investors in that way because, you know, it's, it's, it's not really, you know, a, a personal thing.
3: It, it, it's this it's a business cash thing. Flowing and, right,
8: right. You know? Yes, I do. Hey, Josh, could you shout out your phone number in case somebody wants to call you with some uh, questions about what you're talking about?
9: Oh, yeah, no problem. Yeah, my number is area code 323-945-5694. Once again, that's 323-945-5694, and all clients are welcome.
8: Thank you very much, Josh. Really appreciate you having me on the show, and we'll have you back.
9: Thank you so much for having me, Jeff.
8: No, and thank you, too. I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. We'll be right back.
0: Successful Strategies International has been helping to meet your project management needs for over 12 years and has trainers all across North America, Europe, and Asia. We offer state-of-the-art PMP certification and an entire curriculum of project management, risk management, portfolio, and program management by using unique learning techniques such as online simulations and facilitator-lead programs. Our clientele consists of some of the biggest Fortune 500 companies in existence. Log on to ssi-learn.com to learn more. ssi-learn.com
8: Welcome back, everybody. I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. 888-713-2929 is the telephone number. Pick up the phone and give us a call. We have been talking for years and certainly this year about all the things related to mortgages whether it's uh your refinance whether it's your purchase and with the real estate market the way it is you really need to get qualified before you go in and make an offer on a property everybody knows that nothing is available at cheap and if you want to compete against people you really got to get a secure financing deal uh, we can help you do that if we can't do it we can point you in the right direction but we usually and normally always have great people and from uh pma again today with us on the show is uh connie hernandez connie how are you
10: I'm doing great, Jeff. How are you doing?
8: I'm just terrific, and I wanted to get you on through my very boring at this time uh, introduction of what goes on with Malibu Funding and the Mortgage Voice. But uh, we were talking off-air, and we were talking off-air about solutions, about small business, about what goes on in the economy and how it affects both our businesses, but certainly the borrowers out there. And I think the overarching viewpoint from my standpoint is that – Less taxes, less regulation—good for small business. Probably good for borrowers, right?
10: Uh, absolutely, I think that you—you hit it right on the nail. Right. And you know, as, as I mentioned earlier, it's always interesting to be on the show with you because you always have great topics to talk about. So I just wanted to make sure I mentioned that.
8: Thank you, Connie, very much. <laughs> and I didn't pay her to say that. Everyone was listening, so. But I do, I do appreciate you saying that because I think it's really interesting when we, we get caught up in the, in all the. The mishmash and the, the hullabaloo and the yelling. Uh, but quite conservatively, this particular uh, round of uh, governmental employees and the people who are running the show seem to be very concerned with getting the economy going. And I think the GDP went up quite significantly last quarter. And hopefully that's a sign of things to come, meaning that if the economy is doing better, people make more money, right? And they can afford a more expensive house.
10: Well, I think there's there's actually a lot of positive on um, the note that you just mentioned, I totally one hundred percent agree. And you know, I am actually seeing it I'm, you know, a small shop, boutique shop. Right. And by no means would I ever compare myself to a big bank. Right. But we're more of a touch feel business. We deal with our clients by name, not by number and I'm sure that you're the same. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing that I have noticed and to kind of elaborate a little bit on that, not only am I seeing people that are are more than willing to maybe um, risk a little more, buy a little more, mm-hmm. um, not be as conservative, even though you know in uh, times past they were a little bit more conservative on their mortgage payment, even though they qualified for more, they were still being very conservative on their mortgage payment. I'm actually seeing the difference now where people are actually spending a little more, willing to pay um, more for a home. I mean, obviously, the markets that we deal with, it's very difficult to find a beautiful home under 500000 Right. right? So, it's awful, uh, really. Yeah, with that being said, I think something else that's happening in the market, and I was actually reading a couple of articles about this, is that uh, parents such as myself, you know, I, mm-hmm. I have a, um, uh, young adult children, and um, they're staying home longer. And they're actually helping their children get into a home. Uh, I had a young couple that we just closed their escrow not too long ago, and they started off with 5%. Before I knew it, we were doing an 80-20 loan. Right. The purpose of that is avoiding mortgage insurance. Parents were more than happy to help them with that. And I'm seeing a lot more of that. You know, part of it I think is like you know, once we have our kids in our home for thirty years, I (laughs) mean they're thirty years old, we want to help them get their own home. Yeah,
8: it's time, (laughs) right? You know, it's funny you say that. I just uh, took my youngest daughter, and I only have one daughter, so let's not say my youngest daughter, but my youngest child. I have three children to college, so I was able to afford college. We took her away, and now we, of course, have nobody at home, and I hope it stays that way. But I hear what you're saying. Oh
10: well. Don't hold your
8: breath <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've heard that from many of my friends older younger who have experienced children coming back uh, and just because housing is so expensive especially in large cities and large metropolitan areas like San Bernardino Riverside is to l a and and the surrounding areas where there's 16 million people in a very small area really if you look at it so i I totally understand it
10: well it just doesn't make sense I mean you know I tell I I welcomed actually my children to move back home and save their money so that they could go actually out and be homeowners because most rents, in my area anyway, you cannot rent under $2,000 for a two-bedroom. And we're talking apartment Right. So you can actually right. buy a condo, maybe go a little bit further uh, east, but own something and- right. uh, with You
8: the build equity for the future. Entity. Yeah, I think that's right. I think if if we can help, well, obviously, if we can help, if I can help my own children achieve something like, you know, long-term equity building, which is really where wealth is, right? Most people's wealth is in their house. Correct. Right. And so if I can do that or if you could do that or if customers who are listening to the show right now say, hey, this is probably a pretty good idea. Get rid of the mortgage insurance, which can be pretty steep. What, what's typical mortgage insur- insurance cost?
10: Oh, my gosh. I mean, you know, even if you're looking at homes in the Inland Empire, you can hardly find anything under 400000 Wow. So, you know, you're wow. talking about, you know, what, an average of .85 on a on an average, depending on their FICO score, because, you know, mortgage insurance on the conventional side are driven by their FICO score.
8: Right, so. right. And one percent of 400000 is an extra four grand a year, which you divide by 12. That's what your extra monthly payment is going to be. And, you know, that you could put towards, if you didn't have the MI, towards a bigger house. So I think, I think the plan sounds correct, especially if parents are willing to, you know, jump in.
10: Well, I do see it quite often. I even see grandparents. I had another mm-hmm. situation where I had a really nice couple. They actually, um, you know, they were going to do a reverse mortgage anyway. Right. But they decided to do a re- reverse mortgage with cash out. That cash out, they actually gifted it to their grandchild. And that allowed their grandchild to be able to buy a home with no mortgage insurance.
8: You know, that's a great solution. Hey, you know what? Shout out your phone number, Connie. And and Connie's over in, in Covina, Correct correct okay very good if you could just tell people where you are and your phone number because this is a terrific idea for a lot of people who listen to the show who want to help out either their grandkids or their children
10: well thank you so much for for that and sure we're on the corner of the and Citrus or 101 Citrus in the city of Covina our number where we can be reached is area code 626-918-2419 and we'd be happy to answer any questions and obviously we offer free consultation not just for home buyers, but also for refinances.
8: Excellent. And a couple other quick questions for you. Economy, where's it going? What's going to happen? I know off air we talked a little bit about my feeling that uh, because of the uh, administration federally, we're probably going to stave off a, um, a recession, which was predicted, I believe, or even 2017, just because of the fact that there's less regulation and uh, obviously less taxes. What are your thoughts on that and what are you seeing out there in the street?
10: Well, I think you're right. I agree with you 100%. I actually have um, met quite a few people alongside doing uh, residential mortgages. We also do offer business loans through some of our relationships. And we actually have people that are coming in looking to borrow $100,000, 150000 to start a of the small business, which, you know, oh. I
8: have not heard that in a while. No, no, then that's a good sign. I mean, obviously what drives America, what drives the economy is the small business. I know that I was contacted recently by Bloomberg, and they wanted a survey filled out by a bunch of different small business owners for their large business forum. And I, I basically said, hey, look, you know what? Forget the large business forums. Start to get creative. Start to get smart people to begin to help small businesses forget the big businesses it's the little businesses out there that really drive the country's economy not the big ones
10: well i agree mm-hmm. i agree 100 percent. and i think small communities I, I am in a small community right um and you know with the city council and different associations we all feel that it's important to obviously feed our home and right. feeding our home means buying in local
8: communities right Right. used to be the old savings and loan um, uh, scenario. Anyway, Connie, thank you very much for coming on the show. I've run out of time, and it always goes quick when you're on. Thanks very much. Thank
10: you so much. I love being on your show.
8: And thank you very much. Uh, It's Connie Hernandez, and uh, I'm Jeff Barton with The Mortgage Voice. We'll be right back.
7: You're listening to The Mortgage Voice with Jeff Barton. We'll be right back with more in just a moment. For questions or comments, send emails to info at MalibuFunding.net. Now, back to The Mortgage Voice with your host, Jeff Barton.
8: Welcome back, everybody. I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry, 888-713-2929. That's 888-713-2929 is the telephone number. You know, I've been shouting out that phone number for three and a half years and I can't count the number of calls that I get every week as a result of just repeating it several times. It's like those commercials when you hear on the radio and that annoying announcer just keeps repeating the number. Well, I guess it works because it works for us. So if you've heard it too many times, I apologize. If you're glad that I said it the second time so you could write it down, that's terrific too. Anyway, we are the Mortgage Voice and we talk about Real Estate and Mortgage in Southern California and in Clark County, Nevada. We are in 10 different states as a company, Malibu Funding, and the Mortgage Voice draws upon all that information to be able to supply you with answers for either your investment or your second home, your first home, primary residence. Uh, There's all kinds of things that you need to know when it comes to mortgage financing and the, the reasons that you need to either talk to a mortgage bank, a mortgage broker, a bank, Uh, credit union, there's all ways that you can get loans out there in the marketplace. So you need to be educated to be able to do that. And we try to provide that information for you here on the show. We have guests, all kinds of different guests from all over the country, whether it's down in Georgia, out in North Carolina, certainly in Chicago, Illinois, where we have offices in all those different states. And uh, for the poor people down in Texas, I called our affiliate down there, and loan officers and some of the people that we work with over at... um, The Brian Blues show just to see how they were doing and you know what they said they were okay Uh, things are are tough obviously uh, we as a company have donated some money and by the way if you're out there and you're thinking of donating don't be guilted into it but just think about this ten bucks that's all they're really looking for and believe me ten bucks times obviously millions of people equals food for people clothing for people People being able to uh, get back into their homes drying out, you know I mean imagine your house is underwater, right and we've had these floods here in Southern California uh, as 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 early or as late as last fall, last spring uh, where there was tons of water here. So we kind of understand where it's coming from. We certainly understand natural disasters when it comes to earthquakes. So if you have you know let's say a thousand bucks and you can give that to a family, they can afford to get a company out there to dry out their house i know you've all seen these huge blowers that come in and uh, blow hot air cold air air in general all through the house because if you let that um, uh, moisture stay in your house for too long you've got mold problems you've got all kinds of issues uh, with allergies obviously the wood rotting so you want to dry that house out as soon as possible and i'm telling you Ten you know a hundred people with ten bucks gets one house dried out because it's a thousand dollars to be able to do that, and that usually keeps the blowers on for about uh three to five days, which usually does the trick so if you're thinking your ten dollars isn't going to hurt or or rather help anybody, it really does and and as a person who just donated for Malibu funding, I know what I'm talking about, and I know the people in Texas would really appreciate it love the pictures that were coming. Through there. Obviously, the devastation is horrible, but people helping people. And I believe Texas has an example for everybody in America by showing you know what, it didn't matter who you were, or what you were, or where you lived. There were people who were just jumping in uh, voluntary high school kids, uh, elderly people, cops, all kinds of different people from different walks of life helping everybody in that area. It was a really good thing. And, and I think we just need to continue that uh, uh, for uh, a lot of us here. Uh, both here in california where we seem to get separated sometimes by neighborhood and ethnic groups and everything else which i don't think really exists i think we're really at the bottom line of it all is that you know if a disaster strikes hey i'm going to be there for you i'm going to be out on the street i'm going to donate money because i can and i want to and that's really what i think a lot of what we try to do on the show is give a positive spin to who we are as people. Certainly in the lending world, we're colorblind and we're religious blind and we're everything blind. The only thing we care about is, can you afford the loan and how's your credit score? And that's really how we delineate between people. So if you're out there and you're listening to the show and you agree with what I'm saying, Take out your checkbook, your credit card, give $10 to the relief effort. They would really, really help it. And there's a number of them online that you can look at that are not scams. Okay, let's get to a couple things. Uh, I don't know if anyone knows what net neutrality is out there. Uh, Apple has just come out, and the last day of the um, open, I guess, not open mic, but they had uh, comments from the SEC about net neutrality. Uh, There is a push to be able to have a... uh, paid super highway kind of like what you have on the 405 going up and down or on the 10 in some areas you have a diamond lane that you can pay for it and go faster and not have much traffic well they're trying to do that to the internet apple came out and said no that's probably a bad idea i agree with uh, that i think that the internet should be uh the same for everybody access should not be limited to those people who have money meaning what would happen in the real estate world if zillow and Trulia and realtor.com they were all only on the uh internet that you paid for. That me- would mean that we would have a difficult time in keeping open access to information about real estate product to you. Or if I was a real estate company and I wanted to put my real estate uh, ads online but I had to pay um, a certain company uh, money to be able to get it on the superhighway so that it would be fast and open. And Anyway, I'm, I'm for net neutrality. I think it's a good idea. I think it's a good idea for the economy and it's certainly a good idea for the consumer. Uh, to be able to have that. Okay, a couple of three things. Daryl, if you want to jump on, i got a got a couple of top ten lists here. David oh, Letterman, thank good. you very much. for the Exactly.
3: Yeah, he's coming back to Netflix. Probably. I know.
8: I, you know what? He's somebody that should have a radio show. I never understood why he didn't have it. Maybe he just...
3: He started out uh, in radio and television. He was right. a, a weather reporter in uh, Illinois or something.
8: I had yeah. no idea. But he's got such a sardonic wit. He would yeah. be great on radio. And he wouldn't really... Maybe he just doesn't want to work that hard. I yeah, don't know. He
3: got fired for saying ham, canned hams are falling out of the sky. <laughs> <That's> a, <laughs> the hippy-dippy weather guy.
8: Yeah, that's excellent. Okay, a uh, couple of things. Been hot in Southern California. Anybody listening to this knows cool. exactly what I'm talking about. Six ways that you can stay cool. Okay, let's get to the top. top four six ways to get cold.
3: Sit on a block of ice.
8: Okay, that is number nothing. No, that's <laughs> not for some reason. That's I an old-timey
3: thing. I, yeah.
8: <laughs> I just, I don't see it here. Yeah. Can you think of another one?
3: Whoever wrote it said, what's a block of ice? <laughs>
8: yeah, ex- ah, yes, exactly.
3: I'd say stay stay indoors, obviously. But, yep, that's uh, or,
8: right up there. That uh, Stay indoors is certainly uh, top three.
3: Or go to the mall.
8: Yeah, stay indoors is number one. Uh, let's see. Uh, no, Sandor's is number seven. Uh, it, it talks about eating. Eat light, small, frequent meals.
3: Wear less clothing.
8: Wear, that is number, let's see, where is that one? That is it's here. The top at, of my list. It's, <laughs> well, that's always at the top of my list. I don't know. Wear loose fitting clothing, number yeah. six on the list. Good, good idea. Hydrate your body. Drink, drink. Drink a lot drink of, my friend. Uh, exactly. And don't do what I did when I was 18 to
3: 28. Yeah, I don't which, normally drink, but what I do. <laughs>
8: yes, exactly. I drink, what is it, Doseki's? Doseki's. Doseki's. And by the way, I don't like the new guy.
3: No, no. no There's no.
8: something about him that's yeah. just wiry and kind of reminds me of all the tech nerds that took over the world.
3: But the, the original guy oh, yeah. was an Israeli. Oh and yeah.
8: you know what he didn't do anything for the rest of his life I think he's he's, he's good he's, for a while I think yeah, he's, yeah, good he's okay for a while. I think he's good for a while yeah. include salads in your diet for the weather for the for to remain cool
3: Did you see on the news uh, 2 or 3 days ago that somebody bought a prepackaged salad from one of the major food stores okay. and there was a frog in it Oh, man. The really? frog had gone all the way from the harvesting process, processing into the thing, into How the packaging, into the store, in the cold section, and made it home. Was, was it was alive? Cover- yes. <laughs> and when the woman <laughs> stuck her fork in, didn't hurt the frog, pulled it out of the salad, it was covered with the whatever dressing she had put on the salad. Ranch, of course. Yeah, ranch.
8: California. Or uh, jalapeno. And or- she
3: was upset with the salad company, but she was not upset with the frog. They kept it as a pet.
8: You know what, if you're out there right now and you're one of my PETA listeners, yeah, that's the kind of information that you can thank us. Save the frogs. Save the frogs, and I'm sure we'll get letters tomorrow. That's right. You know, denigrating the poor frog. Okay, two more on the list. Let's see. to cool the body through sweating. Now, I don't, I don't understand why that's on the list. That's a natural kind it's of It's going
3: to happen no matter what. Yeah, it's yeah. really
8: going to happen. Right, I'm gonna, I, I come, would
3: say take warm showers. To,
8: you know what? It's funny. It said don't take cold showers. So opposite.
3: So yeah, that would mean take warm showers. Right, and n- I think. Neutral showers.
8: The idea of not drinking cold liquid and taking not taking cold showers because the body wants to warm up All after right. that. So basically your heart rate.
3: Well, they say match like with like. So if you're too warm and you want to cool down, you take a warm shower.
8: I think that's an excellent way to look at it. Okay, let's look at some of the water issues. We have one minute. I have uh, a couple of things from uh, the water that's just out now. It's going to rain next spring, believe me. So there's a couple of things you have to understand when water hits. Make sure your sump pump is operating. Install a battery backup or generator for the sump pumps. Very important for a lot of a, a lot of areas that have basements. This is a huge problem back yeah, northeast, especially
3: if you're below the water line.
8: Absolutely, which Texas, the entire state, is below a right. water in, line, and
3: every cemetery in New Orleans.
8: Oh, my gosh. Remember when the the coffins yeah, floated float, up? Floating away. Yeah, floating Unbelievable. And then they busted the funeral home because they were selling the plots six and seven times. Yeah,
3: you found out how, what was really in it there. Kept sucking
8: yeah. up. Anyway, thanks, Daryl, for jumping in. I really appreciate it. And uh, I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry for The Mortgage Voice. And we'll see you next time.
7: You're listening to The Mortgage Voice with Jeff Barton. For more on today's topic, visit www.malibufunding.net.